This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Just one more sleep. Well, yeah, one more sleep before the U.S. election. And there's a lot of skepticism about the traditional polls, which failed to predict Donald Trump's victory last time around. So I thought it would be a good time to consult Polly, the Canadian artificial intelligence technology used to predict elections. Polly uses public data from social media networks, and her track record is pretty good. She predicted Donald Trump's rise in popularity and the popular vote in 2016, as well as the Brits' decision to leave the European Union. Before our last election, she called a Liberal Party minority government with 77% confidence and the Ford majority before that. So let's bring in Aaron Kelly, the CEO of Advanced Symbolics, an Ottawa-based company that created the Poly Polster AI technology. Hi there, Aaron. How are you? I'm very good, Libby. Thank you. Thank you. So... Uh, what is your prediction and and when did you feel confident about going with it? Well, we consolidated our confidence or Polly consolidated her confidence over the weekend. uh, And she is now 98% confident of a Biden presidency. Okay. And uh, give me an idea of uh, what went into that call. Well, we have been seeing Biden ahead throughout uh, the campaign. Now, there were times when we saw boosts for for President Trump, uh, namely when he developed COVID and his recovery shortly after COVID, uh, as well as during some of the riots in the Black Lives Matter movement. So those were things that gave boosts to Trump throughout the campaign. But uh, since then, uh, with the <clears throat> riots dying down and also with the increase in COVID cases, There's been a real verdict in the United States that the president has mishandled these crises. And we definitely saw we were looking at the swing states over the weekend and we saw, by and large, for sure, Pennsylvania, we now see is going to go for for Biden uh, and a lot of the other swing states as well. Texas is still a little bit up in the air, but she was looking to see those swing districts, those electoral votes, how would they go? And she's now confident that they are going to go in that Biden's favor. What about Florida? Florida is is uh, is leaning toward Biden. We're not as sure about Florida as Pennsylvania. Um, but if she wins Pennsylvania, that I mean, if he wins, Pennsylvania, if, if Polly is correct about Pennsylvania, then he's not he doesn't need Florida in order to win, but we do we do see it leaning Democrat right this morning. Interesting. I was just talking to our Zoomer squad and David Kravitz, who is a, a demographic guru of sorts, and basically what he was saying is that uh, it seems that you know there was a lot of um, a, a 
there was a lot of faith put into uh, the idea that younger voters would be voting in much larger numbers and mostly for the Democrats. But but he said that doesn't seem to be panning out, at least not in advance and, and mail-in voting. And also um, the fact that there that there are big numbers, big, big resurgences, big second waves in Europe might be going in Trump's favor because people are thinking, hey, maybe we're not as bad and negligent as, as we thought. Uh, did any of that play into uh, Polly's calculations? We did. We did look at various scenarios um, around COVID. Now, with regard to the president's handling of it, well, it's true that this is a global pandemic, and that's what he's been trying to argue. The president also portrays himself as almost like a one-man show. So he did make promises to people that a vaccine was imminent and that he was going to bring it in. And and the people who were relying on that uh, took him at his word on that. And so now that the vaccine is not there, so he was getting a boost when he got COVID and he was going online and saying, you know, I've had it now and I'm going to rush through some treatments. I'm going to do this and that. The electorate expected he was going to do that before the election. And we saw, or Polly saw, that had he accomplished that, he would be facing a very different judgment tomorrow. But his failure to do that when he said that he would has caused people to lose faith in him. So they do see this as uh, him letting them down, and they they are not giving him a pass just because Europe is also having problems, because they expect this president is different from all the others, and he has not shown himself to be, except in that the U.S. is having even worse infections than other countries. Hmm. So uh, does Pauly still see COVID as the key factor in the election? Yes, COVID is the number one issue in this election. Um, you know, there are other issues, but this one is by far the dominant one. That he, he is losing this election because of his handling of COVID. And what about the gender divide? We were hearing that most men are for Trump, but, but he really has a problem with women. Um, he definitely has a problem with women, um, but I would not say that most men are for him. <laughs> we are seeing that, you know, he's, <clears throat> my apologies, in terms of the popular vote, um, we see Biden getting 55% of the vote. So men and women are turning against the president in this election, but definitely women have more issues with the president than, than men. And, and also uh, minority voters, so racialized voters, black voters, uh, Hispanic, also less likely to vote for Trump. Hmm. And... Um uh, is is Polly? I mean, things uh, might be turning a certain way right at the end. Is is Polly attuned to that? How how are, are you handling that? Yes, we did. I mean, our margin of error was last week was quite a bit higher than it is now. We ran a bunch of different scenarios. Um, the scenario that I mentioned about if, if he gets a vaccine, um, we we looked at <clears throat> scenarios of more. Uh, you know, the effect of lockdowns. So as an example, uh, if people weren't locked down, we'd expect them to be talking over the water cooler, talking to their colleagues, and we would have actually seen more votes for Biden if 
if there hadn't been lockdowns in, in the places that there are lockdowns right now, if there hadn't been as many people working from home. So we have worked out a number of scenarios in the lab, and that's what's giving Polly her increased confidence today that this really is looking like a, a strong Biden win. Mm-hmm. And, and you're predicting that he wins both the popular vote and in the Electoral College? Yes, both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, do you have any sense of how long it will take to get to a result? I don't think <laughs> well, that's a poly question, but <laughs> no, that's an administrative. Uh, that's an administrative question, and that's that's the big worry right now. I think, especially if you're on the, you know, on the side of the Democrats, just the difficulties. <clears throat> you know, we definitely are seeing in the sample people saying, "I mailed in my ballot," because if you mailed in your ballot. Uh, you're supposed to get a notification that it's been received. And some people are saying, I got my notification that it was received, and others saying they did not get that notification. So there is concern, did all the ballots get received? And that, and that is something, obviously, that can affect the outcome of the vote at this point is, you know, because 20% of, from what we're seeing, 20% of people voted by mail. And so the integrity of that system needs, you know, is really, that's that's, of concern right now, I would say. Have you done any measuring of the other races, the Senate, the House? We haven't, no. <laughs> That's enough, the uh, the presidential race? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So give me a sense, you know, you work with, uh, what are the kinds of things on social media that really go into your prediction? So we have a we have a representative sample on social media. So it's important to understand that we don't listen to everybody, and we and it's not completely random. It's a controlled sample. So we're making sure that we're selecting specific people for the demographic that they represent, and to make sure that they are representative. So they're you know average Americans. We have almost three hundred thousand Americans in the sample across the country, and we're looking at not just. What, how they say they're going to vote or what they read or what they click on. And, and by the way, it's important to, uh, to be clear that we don't collect any names. There's no privacy breaches. We're just getting trends. But we also look at what are the issues that seem to be uh, affecting their vote. Uh, and I'll give you an example. We saw a lot of people engage on the issue of the Supreme Court and Amy Coney Barrett, but we did not see that that was that was affecting how people voted. So high engagement, but low impact on the ballot. Um, but other issues did have high impact on the ballot. Uh, Black Lives Matter, the riots, COVID, obviously. Um, and also, interestingly enough, the, the integrity of the election. Uh, when people questioned whether or not the, the process would be fair and, and handled properly, um, it actually discouraged the voters who, who are a little bit more apathetic. It discouraged them from it could discourage them from participating in the election. So Polly is actually seeing that a lot of people are questioning, well, if the, if the voting isn't going to be fair, should I bother? And so that's why we haven't been emphasizing that a lot, but we are seeing that that's a concern. We do think it's going to be very high turnout, but, but where there are questions about the integrity of the election, it could encourage people to stay home, and those that would stay home were more likely to vote Democrat. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, we're basically out of time. So again, the exact prediction, it's a, a Biden victory. Do you have numbers? Yes, it's uh, it's 357 votes for Biden versus I think it was 171 for Trump. So a very decisive victory for 
for Mr. Biden. Okay, well, that's what my husband thinks will happen, so we'll have to see. In the meantime, Aaron Kelly, Advanced Symbolics, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Libby. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.